Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. It's time for the Happy Half Hour, presented by Morris Jenkins, with your friends Kristen Balboni, Will Bryan, and Darren Gant. That's right, it's that time of the week, the Happy Half Hour podcast, presented by Morris Jenkins and Mr. Jenkins told me that the Panthers make him proud and he is honored to support the team. When your plumbing or air conditioning is acting up, call Morris Jenkins or visit morrisjenkins.com. Kristen here with Darren and Will and Matt back together for another happy half hour podcast. And it's a big day. I mean, we have a lot to catch up on. A lot of Panthers news. But before we do that, we got to talk about the most important life updates, which is that, Will, it is your birthday today. That's right. Happy Ooh, birthday. Thank you. And Darren got married less than two weeks ago. Yeah, congratulations, yeah. Darren. Thank you very much. We're, there are many, many happy half hours that extend throughout <laughs> the day and hopefully for the rest of my life. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. It absolutely is. Uh, congrats to both of you. Will, congrats on making it another year. And Darren, congrats on the marriage. <laughs> I know. And, and Kristen, you're, you're just getting younger. You're Benjamin buttoning us. Sure. While, while I'm getting older and Darren's getting married. Yeah, I like that. Thank you. Yeah. That's a that won you some brownie points. I appreciate there it. There you go. So I have to say though, are, are we allowed to say what happened on our Tuesday call this morning to oh, celebrate yeah. your birthday? Tell the story. Well, you gotta tell the story of your perspective. Okay. So we do a Tuesday call every Tuesday. Every Tuesday morning. And generally it's just updates about the department, our digital department, right? And so a lot of okay, we're talking about training camp right now, all sorts of logistics. But there was a special guest today in honor of Will's birthday. I think you got to tell it from your perspective. Right. So all of a sudden I start seeing these chat number things come up from this guy named Sebastian. Uh-huh. And there we've we've hired some new people. So I'm thinking maybe this is, you know, one of the new ah. employees that we have and in our And Sebastian group. is like, happy birthday, yeah, Will. You know, and you're really like, wow, going, Sebastian's like, really. Yeah. You know, th- this person's coming. I need to meet this Sebastian. You know, maybe we can be friends. Yeah. yeah. And then I hear or they say we need to put it in like preview mode or like full mode so you can see everyone and not just like yourself or whatever. And then there's this goat <laughs> named Sebastian. Just an actual just, goat. It's yes. an actual goat on the call just eating goat things or whatever goats eat. An and, English goat. An English no goat. Less. Yeah. I don't. How do you tell the difference? I saw Sebastian. I didn't know he was an English goat. Yeah. Darren, Bill, Darren knows. Bill was very excited about this. He, he was <laughs> Not he just was, any old goat. Right. Our boss was very excited about putting this plan into motion for the last week. And he was like, you got to come see this goat I found in England. <laughs> His name's Sebastian. Wait, Sebastian's from 
English. Yes. Oh, I thought that it's was like goat. I thought he was. That was just his um, brand. Like no, I thought so he was like was, English goat, American goat. I, I didn't realize he was actually joining us from across the pond. Yeah. Right. So it was oh, probably tea time for Sebastian <laughs> while he. Well, was Sebastian had a tight five. Sebastian yeah. was in and out from ten to ten oh five. Yeah. Uh, I think he gets booked pretty heavily. So it's luckily that we got Sebastian. Yeah, I felt very honored. That's a pretty be, good. Yeah. Pretty good birthday present, right? Mm-hmm. It's now, a pretty memorable one. Now, when my birthday rolls around, if I get some cheap domestic goat, <laughs> I'm going to be really salty about I should not this. get a goat. I'd say Will's the only person I've ever seen to get a cameo like that on yeah. their birthday. So, Yeah, very honored. To see what, uh, what we've got up our sleeve for Darren. So, Darren, how is married life, and are you excited to be taking your honeymoon in Spartanburg for yeah, training that, camp? Yeah, <laughs> that's what everybody said. You got a big honeymoon planned, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to Spartanburg. Um, With all of your coworkers. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I mean, it's been such a blur the last couple months. Bought a house, get, get married, do all the stuff, and then it's like, okay, now what? Okay, now I have two weeks before training camp, and then football season starts. So, it's it's been a lot coming at us, but it's been fantastic. We were extremely fortunate had a lot of close friends and family there with us when it all went down. So it was it was a good. It was a great day, and it was great. We had people, some friends from out of town came in, made it a really special weekend. Really great vibes yeah. all the way around in the studio today. We got a lot of smiles celebrating Will's birthday, talking about Darren's wedding. But you mentioned training camp. We are going to get everyone ready for training camp in just a little bit. Yeah. But I think we have to pay the due to some updates from the Panthers that have happened since the last time we talked because there have been mm. quite a few. So I think in news that makes literally everyone happy, right, Taylor Moulton and the Panthers agreed to a new multi-year extension. I mean, in my mind, it's great news for everyone involved. It's yeah. great for Taylor, great for the offense, great for the front office. Great for us, the three of us. Great for the fans. Uh, there are no losers, right, Darren? Not really. I mean, if Taylor doesn't get that contract and he plays out the year on the franchise tag, it just limits you in so many ways. One, you can't make a long-term plan for the offensive line because you know you're either going to have to tag the guy or go through this next year. And number two, I mean, he freed up about, gosh, eight or nine million bucks worth of cap room right off the top, which gives them options for stuff they can do. So the... The reality is there may be more people who are happy about this deal in the coming weeks because it just gives them a little more flexibility going in. If somebody needs to extend, if you want to start talking to some of the guys who are going to be free agents after this year, like a Robbie Anderson, like a Dante Jackson, if you want to get a jump start on some of that stuff, uh, you can do that now, whereas previously you could not. So it's uh, definitely a good deal all the way around for those guys, but especially Taylor. And I mean, my gosh, if anybody deserves an extension – you know, and I'm offensive lineman partial, but that guy, uh, he grinds, he works. He, mm-hmm. And they, I have very little doubt that he's going to continue to work the exact same way now that he's got the money. I mean, he's just the same dude, and that's what they love about him. In addition to being a, a great player, just a, a great teammate, too. Like a good guy, mm-hmm. good friend to a lot of people, as I've gotten to know him more now that we're allowed to be around players. And I think you could see it. It was one of my favorite I mean, our social media team is just absolutely incredible. Shout out Amy, Angela, and Daniel. But I loved the post when the Taylor Moten news was announced. All of the Panthers' teammates, all of the players that commented either in uh, the Panthers' DMs or uh, the comments under the announcement of just how excited all of the Panthers' players, all of his teammates were excited for him. And you can't fake that. I just think that's that's awesome. He his I still remember his first day here. You know, he showed up and he was wearing – 
dark jeans and a white Western Michigan polo shirt. You know, and some of the other draft picks from that class, you know, you know, had the full suits and we're all like ready to go. And, you know, here's Taylor just going around shaking the hands of everyone that's around him in his Western Michigan polo, just ready to get going. Like it, that's just always been who he is. And I think he and he's still that way. Yeah. You know, four years later, he's played every snap last year, mm-hmm. you know, hasn't missed a start, you know, since uh, his his rookie year when when he was a spot starter. I mean, he's he's an everyday guy. Good friends with Christian McCaffrey, who we also have to talk about in our news update. So since our last episode, CMC proved that he's incredibly talented at something else because he played piano at his Benefit concert, the 22 in Troops Benefit concert starring Zach Bryan with Christian McCaffrey was the official name of that event, which happened right before 4th of July. I did ask him ahead of time. I was like, are you going to sing? Because he told me, he's, he was like, I don't sing. I'm not a good singer. It's probably something I'm really bad at or worse at. Don't ask me. I'm not going to do it. And so I was like, are you going to sing at this concert? Now, I didn't see any singing, but I mean, it's just like, you're you're great. You're great at football. And now you're great at piano too. Like, can I get it's one unfair, talent? Right. Can I just totally get the unfair. one one thing that I'm really, really good at? What a jerk that guy is <laughs> to be able to do all that stuff. He's taking all the talent for, uh, he's not leaving any for the rest of us. Certainly not for me. It's uh, but he was. I mean, Christian did have a little bit of uh, I don't know, stage fright's probably not the right way, but he was a little nervous because well, he's yeah. played in the living room, he's played in front of friends and family, but he hadn't played in front of a couple thousand people at the Fillmore the way he did. That. Well, and I he what he told me was that it, you know it's for a good cause. Like yeah. this is not something that maybe would be in his comfort zone, even though he's very good. But it was you know on behalf of of his organization, twenty two and troops went to a, a great cause. And so that's that's really incredible that he did that. Can you guys play instruments? I was thinking about that. Anything? I'm not. Or like hidden no, talent? I'm not musical. I mean, like recorder in fourth grade <laughs> when we were all in elementary school. You know, learned to play the recorder. I couldn't even I play can the do, recorder. I can do like one hand on the piano. So like I can I can look at sheet music and know oh, oh. Well, know what keys to hit, but like. Two hands where one's going a whole different thing on a different clef and the other well, you one. You can read music, so you took piano lessons then, no, right? No, I, I was just like in choir, so I could sing. So I like knew the notes. And you want to no. throw a couple no. of... A scale? Nope, nope, nope. nope. little warm-up exercise? I mean, exercise? it's the same way that like I used to play football 20 years ago. It doesn't mean I can go out and do it. I was going to say, were you in an a cappella group in college? I was in a a cappella group in high school called the Quarter Pounders. <laughs> Wait, why? Just, Wait, what? Today just keeps getting <laughs> what? better. Yep. Yep. Oh my gosh. 11:04 a.m. What, what was your go-to song? So I was like the alternate because they won a competition to win the, the sing the national anthem at every home ECHL uh, minor league hockey game, and of course one guy couldn't make most of the Tuesday nights for for whatever reason. So I always sang the bass part of the national anthem on the ice with the quarter pounders. I love that you will just admit that you were like an alternate. Oh yeah, got in yeah. there through just dedication. Yeah. So I didn't. I didn't. All I sung was the national <laughs> anthem. That's the only song oh, I did only with like, them. They were like, "Will's, you're in for the national." Yeah, anthem. that's all I did. So, so I, every time during the national anthem. Them, if you're like standing next to me at a game, I will hum the bass harmony. Oh, I got to get in there. For, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 You can put we- that on a resume, the walk on for the quarter pounders. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, why was it called the quarter pounders? Because there are four of us. But why pound? Like, why? I they don't like, know. They liked quarter pounder hamburgers. Yeah. Because together, you create a whole, a whole, a whole big <laughs> mass. A whole pounder. <laughs> yeah. you know, I don't know. A whopper. <laughs> Wow. So did they let the other guy do all the other stuff? Just oh, yeah, not yeah. The, he, yeah. He made it in. I, I I, didn't actually make it through the final audition, uh-huh. but I was the only other guy that could sing bass. How did I go for almost a year and a half of knowing you without knowing this? Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. This is a banner day. <laughs> I think we it, end it right here, this right? This may come up Yeah, again. we don't need to talk about yeah. training again. We're done now. <laughs>
Yeah. I'm done. Oh, man. All right. In other news, um, it's also been announced that Steve Smith is doing preseason games along with Taylor Zarzer and someone named Kristen Balboni. I've never <sighs> heard of her. No. Uh, I am so excited, though. I got to meet him when we did the schedule release video. He came back very graciously and did a take on his ice up son, his famous line, with an ice block and a chainsaw. And I got to play the reporter who was in there, and we had a great time. And then I've you know gotten to hang out and chat with him as we start to plan for the preseason. And Taylor as well, who's just incredibly talented. Uh, and I'm I'm thrilled. I cannot wait. And they're going to be at training camp too, right, I think, to watch some practices? Yes. Yeah, we're going to do a, a couple of broadcasts through there. I don't know if the details have been released. But uh, Panthers fans are going to get some steep, which I think, again, everyone is excited about. And he is thrilled to be doing it. He's already, you know, we're already tossing around ideas. He's already said some stuff. You know how former players uh, who are really good analysts, and, and certainly he is a really good analyst at NFL Network, they put stuff in a way that you're just like, like the analogies, or they put stuff in a way where you go, oh, wow. Okay, got it. That makes a lot more sense. It can really condense down these big observations, and I don't want to give any of the ones away that he was saying because that will, of course, be on the broadcast. But I just went, oh, makes a ton of sense, you know? And and so I'm excited for him to add that perspective to to the broadcast and to get to work with him. And, and it's, it's going to cool. be a blast. It's cool to see Steve, and this is one of the things I always respected about him when he was a player and in his post-career. Steve wants to do the work when he did some stuff with Taylor at local radio. He insisted on being in turn Smitty for a couple months and answering the phone and knowing how the board worked before he would go on and just be football guy talking about football, Steve Smith. He loves learning new things. His curiosity sets him apart from a lot of the guys who you encounter in this world. Not that there aren't a lot of smart guys in here, but Steve's just got that wanting to learn about the world quality that, you know, he walks in, eyes wide open, and it's like, okay, now what do we get to do? Now what do we get to do? What's next? And so he's just adding something. And when Steve gets to learn something new, he's pretty happy. The energy he brings just even Mm -hmm. to the meetings and and how excited he is about it and passionate that he is about being there to call these Panthers preseason games is infectious. Oh, yeah. He's going to tell you to ice up. He has already. When we did the schedule release video, go back and watch it. Oh, yeah. Told me quite a few times. He raises everyone's level around him. Yeah. You know, he's that guy. Darren, what's your best Steve Smith memory or play or I you've you've got so many great stories I would be remiss not to ask I mean I'm putting you on the spot I've always said of the 10 greatest catches I've ever seen Steve Smith make three or four of them were in games I mean he absolutely went out in practice every day with something to prove and early in his career part of that was he felt it was his obligation to help the coaching staff cut the roster and (laughs) tell them which cornerbacks needed to make the team and which ones didn't Mm -hmm. and so Steve was going out there every day like that and there was stuff happening on the practice field where you're looking around and there's nobody there beside you and it's like somebody else saw that am I the only one that will ever (laughs) get to see that I mean and he's just there was one and it was just a random Wednesday and a in October in the middle of the season and he's going across the middle of the field and the pass is thrown behind him and he's like in midair twisting and reaching around behind himself with one hand and it's like oh my god there's video of this Darren just right? did a I know you can't see it but Darren just did a a yoga move yeah. to really show. <laughs> if somebody's got some, some ad ball, that yeah. would help right now. I'm a little stiff. But, <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, Steve just, he's fantastic because when he puts himself into something, he puts himself all the way into yeah. something. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what great ones do. I cannot wait.
Can I wait? And it's it's coming up. I mean, we're counting down the days now. We all leave next week for training camp. Um, we're starting to finalize our plans, which is so exciting. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about training camp. We are going to do it's Will's birthday. So he got to set the agenda for the podcast. And I absolutely love this. We are going to go around the horn style with a couple of questions about training camp. And we are going to start, Will, with one thing to watch, starting with you. What's your one thing to watch? So I love watching the one-on-ones between receivers and corners. Not Just- me. I like stretch. I was like, yeah, everyone <laughs> loves the one-on-ones. Right. So, I mean, it's it's obvious. But I, I, I do want to see... I want to see DJ and JC. I, I want to see AJ Boye and Robbie, you know, or however these guys line up, however they match up. You know, when when they're on an island, when when you've got to make a move, I want to see kind of that physicality and you know some of the things they do in there. You, you may not be able to do in a game, so it's kind of fun to watch the way they really go at each other. You know, every day on on the one on one. So that's what I'm going to be watching. Yeah. You almost stole my thing. Sorry. Yeah, because I was going to say also one-on-ones, but linemen. Yeah. And because Mm. I I think one of the coolest things I ever got to do in Spartanburg was watch Jordan Gross and Julius Peppers practice against each other every day for about, what, six or seven years. I mean, seeing those two guys go against each other, it's like, okay, Jordan has to be technique perfect because he's trying to block physical freak, and every advantage is with the guy on the other side. So it made Jordan better working against a guy like that all the time. And and I think it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see this year. I mean, with so much, and we'll have more about this tomorrow on Panthers.com. There's a tease. But um, watching Cam Irving, watching the people mm-hmm. who are competing for the left tackle job. Okay, congratulations. Over there's Brian Burns. Play hard. Get mm-hmm. after it. Let's see who's going to be this guy come start of the season. Is it going to be Cam Irving or Dennis Daly or Trent Scott or Greg Little or whoever, or maybe Taylor Moten if things don't go as planned. But whoever's going to be in that spot's going to get him a full dose of Brian Burns and Hassan Reddick and Morgan yep. Fox, and we'll find out in a hurry. My one thing to watch is just the – I want to see the chemistry um, with each unit when they come in and then what it looks like by the time they leave because this is the first traditional training camp for them. So they drafted 11 guys this year, seven last year, a lot of new faces, and then the staff has not had a traditional training camp at Wofford. And now the location is not necessarily as important, but last year, that's where they met each other for the first time, was getting here. All of their OTAs, as, as all Panthers fans know and all NFL fans, everything was virtual. And I remember Coach Rule telling me that one of the things he was most looking forward to is having a more traditional offseason and being able to build the chemistry and being able to get guys comfortable with the playbook and the scheme. Um, and they've been doing a lot of that. So I'm interested to see where these guys come in and how each of those three units are developing and then also what develops like I love to watch even who's walking in together you know mm-hmm. and, and and similar to what you guys said about the one-on-ones or the drills how does that evolve what does it look like you know by the end of it because really I mean training camp was just so different last year like I said people were meeting each other for the first time it was in August it was here so I'm excited to see what the benefit of a much more normal offseason does to this incredibly incredibly young team. And a yep. lot of guys talked about that during OTAs. It's like we can actually meet these guys now. Yeah. And you can build relationships when you can see somebody's face and mm-hmm. talk to them and go out to it dinner almost with them. Still feels weird. Like, yeah. oh, we can we can do that now. You know? It's so it's great. All right, next up, one player to watch during training camp. Darren, who you got? See, and again, Will stomped on it a little bit, but J.C. Horn's fascinating yep. to me because he is a guy unlike they've had at that position in a long, long time. They've had some good corners around here. James Bradbury was fine. Josh Norman was pretty good for a while. Uh, but really, J.C.'s a different kind of 
player. I mean, there's just not one that's that pedigree, that size, that fluid, that athletic, probably since Chris Campbell. And Chris Campbell was not going to come up and hit anybody. So, I mean, watching JC during OTAs, it's like, okay, this guy's different. I want to see what it looks like in full pads because he's a big guy. And I think when he puts shoulder pads on, people are going to be surprised because it's going to be like, Whoa, that guy's not supposed to be that size. Yeah, he's going to be a linebacker yeah. with well, corner great. speed. And when yeah. you get to talk to him in person, I remember it was the day after he was drafted. So second day of the draft, he came in, met everyone in person, and I was talking to GM Scott Fitterer, and I was like, oh, you know, JC was just down here. He came in to do an interview, and he said, yeah, he just came up and shook my hand. He was like, I couldn't help but look at his reach. Like, you know, even yeah. – and so even <laughs> the person that probably knew the most about him when they drafted him had mm-hmm. scouted, knew everything about him, all of the measurements. When you see him in person – and Darren said that, like Darren said, it's not even with pads physically. Wow. Yeah. And then you add everything else to it. So I think we're all excited to watch him. But Will, who's your official pick? So we did a quick like PSL fan poll for their offensive newcomer they most wanted to see oh. at training camp. Um, sent out through uh, something like last week, and the guy that surprised me that was pretty high up that list was Dan Arnold. Oh, yeah. Everyone's really excited to see Dan Arnold. I think fans are. I think from you know? what I've seen now, yeah. granted that's a limited sample. I think fans are, are yeah, going to like he, what they see. You know, it's it's been it, – it feels so long ago that, you know, Greg was at full health and that this mm-hmm. offense was really running through a tight end um, with all that production. And, you know, Ar- Arnold's a guy that really came on strong at the end of last year. You know, hopefully – I mean, it, his December, he had three or four touchdowns. Ask his agent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> As we said, if, oh, anyone, right. saw oh, the, yeah. if that, anyone saw the bonus clips oh, from completely. Panthers Confidential. Incredible I'm just, call. I'm just quoting him. I'm yeah. copy and pasting that. But, you know, it, there's he's got size. He's got hands. You have a tight end group that has blockers in it. You know, you have Ian Thomas, obviously, that's still working through, uh, you know, kind of where he is in the production. But I think Arnold can be something that's really special. And all of a sudden, you're looking around this offense, and it's like, who do you guard? Mm. You know, I mean, if you've got to if you got to put someone on Christian, if you got to put someone on Robbie, DJ, you know, the slot receiver, you know, Terrace Marshall, David Moore, all mm-hmm. these guys. Oh, and then here's a six however, six, six, six yeah. linebacker or tight end running down the middle. Like, okay. Yeah, have fun with that. He, he's also got the opportunity to become a little bit of a cult favorite around here. Oh, Darren, because, he's Darren's yeah, Darren's favorite, right? It's, it's he's my, he's your, your one good of friend. my early guys. Yeah. But yeah. he is he's curious about his neighborhood. I mean, he talked about when he was with the Saints and hated New Orleans because he lived out by the airport and never got into New Orleans. He said, But I'm getting into Charlotte. And he was telling me where he was living and about restaurants in his neighborhood where he's already figuring out where the good stuff was. And and so he is in. He is mm-hmm. into Charlotte, and so I think people are going to dig him if he's able to get out there and, and make plays the way it appears he may be able to. Yep. I For my player to watch, I took the easy way out. Just Sam Darnold, full stop. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Just full stop. I, I thought for sure one Have of you to. guys were going to say that. Yeah, someone's going to say it, so. For all the reasons that you would think, Sam mm-hmm. Darnold. That's my answer. All right, last one. One thing you need answered before we record our next podcast, and Will has specified to Darren and myself that this could be anything. The thing I need to have answered is, uh, what time's lunch? No, uh, the thing I need to have answered at training camp, I, I think like everybody, I'm kind of curious to see what left tackle looks like. And when we leaned into Matt a little bit at, at OTAs and minicamp about it, 
you know, the conventional wisdom's Cam Irving, but he even hedged a little bit. He was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. So I, I think a lot of stuff's up in the air. We'll see. It's going to also depend on Trent Scott. I mean, he's coming off shoulder surgery. Is he well enough to be a factor in that thing early on? So, you know, that's a pretty important spot. So I think finding out who rolls out there next Tuesday with the first group is going to be a fairly important sign. So we know if you're ever looking for Darren on the yeah. field at training camp, he's going to be near the lineman. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. about yep. <laughs> that's what I'm hearing. Small people bore me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry in that case. <laughs> Except you. This is awkward. All right, Will, what is your one thing that you need answered before our next podcast? Well, if we're looking to find where Darren is, we need to know what he's wearing. Courtesy of Jeremy Igo, we need to find out if Darren is going to be wearing Jesus sandals at camp. I, I think there is a strong possibility the Birkenstocks are returning to Spartanburg this year. Now, they are, I, I may have to do some maintenance. They are old. They're older than my daughter, is as this a matter a, of fact. Is too. this a, because I don't know that I've ever seen you. You typically go traditionally, right? The yeah. um, tennis shoes, which would make sense for walking around. Is this like a training camp lore? Yeah, I've, I've come out of training camp with tan lines on the tops of my feet from Birkenstock straps. It's uh, It's a good look for Somebody, probably not me, but it's, uh, yeah, it, it definitely happens. I would wear them down on the practice field the whole time. And so it's, uh, these have got some wear on them, though. I may need to do a little maintenance or upgrade before then. All right. Oh, now I want to know, too. That's a good one, Will. That's mm-hmm. a really, really good one. Thank you for that. That's, um, one of the moments that I will take away from this podcast is like, okay, got to watch Darren's footwear. And yeah. then also, of course, the quarter pounders. Like, that's yeah. going to be the <laughs> defining moment. The thing that I uh, want answered before we record our next podcast is I feel like I'm jinxing myself saying this. This is what I want to know. How hot is Spartanburg really? Because everyone has talked about it. Now, I, as, as people who listen to this podcast, know before coming to work here, Panthers fan. Right, so we've heard the stories about how hot it is. I know, you know, back in the day with two-a-days and all of that, certainly it was no joke. But, you know, I put the weather on my phone. Whenever I travel somewhere, I start to look at the weather a little bit early. I'm like, okay, practices are going to be early in the morning. And everyone is just, everyone, when you talk about training camp, everyone talks about the heat. So what I want to know is, I guess I'm going to find out one way or the other. But is it just, is it really as hot as everyone says it's going to be? From any player, who is this? Was it you or Bill? I think Bill had said this. It's really not that hot. And then, you know, Greg was like, well, you're not wearing pads. No, I'm not. Doing okay. Anything. No, I'm not saying. I want to specify. I am not saying that I've heard that from players and I am extrapolating it out right. to my own experience. I'm talking about staff members, you there, know, co- you know, oh, it's so hot. So I there's just want to know. There's a time in the evening when you think it's about to start cooling down again and then you go out maybe for, for dinner or something and you're just, as soon as you step outside, you're just sweating. It, you're yeah. completely drenched. It's one of those places it's impossible to cool down. I mean, yeah. even if you go inside and knowing you've got to go back outside, it's just, there's a dread. I mean, it, it gets hot, it stays hot, it's humid. And But the good news is down in those corner practice fields, the air doesn't move at all. So it's also stagnant <laughs> in addition to hot and humid. So Well, I will know by the next time we yep. do this podcast, I'm sure I've just jinxed myself, it's going to be like hottest hottest uh, yeah. three weeks on record ever just yeah. because I put that out Shout on this out podcast. to Matt Rule though for scheduling practice in the morning. I love that's, it. Mm-hmm. That's good news for us. Very, very excited about that and for the fans because they'll get to be back and, and see some of practice which is great. All right, we're going to take a quick break and when we come back Will's got stats and Darren's got a rant. Mr. Jenkins told me. Mr. Jenkins told me. Mr. Jenkins told me to always make it easy for the customer. That's you. A live person will always be here to answer the phone. We're here till midnight, seven days a week. So you never have to take off work. 
And it's the same price as in the daytime. We're the ones you want to call. We're the ones you want to call. We're the ones you want to call. You're going to love these people. I guarantee it. Go to MorrisJenkins.com. Welcome back to the Happy Half Hour podcast presented by Morris Jenkins. Mr. Jenkins told me his plumbers and AC techs secretly wear Panthers jerseys under their uniforms. When your plumbing or air conditioning is acting up, call Morris Jenkins or visit MorrisJenkins.com. Certainly hope the air conditioning is fine in Spartanburg. I'm still thinking about that. Yeah, I've decided I've jinxed myself. All right, let's move on. Will, what's the stat of the week? 60% of the time, it works every time. Stat of the week. So for this roster going down to Spartanburg, 90 players, Mm -hmm. there are only 17 of them that have ever gone and done training camp at Wofford. 17. You could, have, you could have put that set out when I was saying I'm looking forward to seeing how all the yeah. guys do yeah. down there. Yeah, I was saving it. You were saving it for your glory, sure. sure. Right. Wow. 17. So, yeah, I mean, there's, it's, there's a lot of new people that are going to be trying to find where to go, find where the meetings are, figure out where to, you know, all this stuff. It, it's going to be it's going to be really fun, I think, because, yeah, there's there's not that kind of we've done this before we know what we're doing like everyone's going to have that kind of wide-eyed and i think there's some excitement about that yeah and for guys like Shaq and yeah. and jj jansen who've done a lot of summers down in spartanburg they're going to get called into play as like sensei it's mm-hmm. like what do i do where do i go mm-hmm. what do i need and and they're going to be sharing the truth and and it's you know They'll find out, but it's a brand new roster. I mean, it really is. Most of the guys on this 90-man roster have rolled in in the last couple of years uh, since Matt was hired as head coach, and it's these guys haven't enjoyed the good life in Spartanburg yet. It is why it will be such a formative yeah. time for, yeah. for this team. You know, I think they would all agree that they need it. They need this opportunity to all be together, and they needed the offseason, and so I'm excited that – that they're all getting it and that we're all getting it. All right, Darren, do you have a get-off-my-lawn moment Which, for the podcast? It, it, yeah, but it's not really a negative one this week, and and this may strike. So some, come hang out on it, my lawn, yeah, maybe? Yeah, this might be a come hang out on my lawn in training camp because I really like training camp, and it sounds weird, and we're going to complain about how hot it is, and we're going to complain about working 16-hour days to bring you all this cool content at Panthers.com, but training camp is cool because it focuses you and it's and it kind of equates for us as a digital team and the football team in the same way it focuses you for the year to come mm-hmm. it gets you together with your people you know how to work with i mean chris and i know each other but we'll know each other better on the other side of spartanburg yeah. after a month once down i there. see the birkenstocks right and <laughs> and so i just think it's a fantastic team building opportunity and there will come a time and listen i know from football logistics it's going to be easier and when the new facility opens in Rock Hill that'll you know probably take the place and there'll be stuff there that you can do better than you can by going away to training camp but I think there's going to be something you always miss I just love the going away the sequestering yourself in your work and you get to know in a hurry what to expect from certain people what's what you can count on from this guy what this person brings to the table and you do it in that closed environment where it's just y'all and the world doesn't really exist. I remember coming home from camp and asking the kids, did anything happen in the world outside <laughs> yeah. Spartanburg, yep. you know, while I was gone? And they'll be like, oh, not really. You know, there were wars and peace and, you know, 
administration changes, and you missed all of it because you were in Spartanburg. But uh, I enjoy it. I think it's cool. There are going to be days and nights in Spartanburg that we're going to remember for years to come. It really does sound like Darren is talking about an actual honeymoon. You go away, and oh, yeah. it's just you. You don't know what's going on, and you're able to sequester yourself away from real life. So Darren, I'm Darren's glad that you're getting— didn't realize yeah. that he was going yeah. on a honeymoon with me. Yes, all of us. Katie's like, um— Only if you bring the rest of the quarter pounders to Sarah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The original four. Yeah. All right, we have some weird questions of the week. Multiple, right, Matt? We'll put out the ask on social media. Yeah, so Will reached out on social media to get some questions, and I have two. At Panther Stats Guy. At Panther Stats Guy. Or is it Panther's Tats Guy, isn't it? There's only one S. We're, we're, not, we're not doing that today. Okay. We've already gone over the quarter pounders. I'm not verifying. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like I've got to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so the first question right. was submitted by at Miller Yoho on Twitter. And oh, it's Miller Yoho. Miller. Yeah. It's asking what our greatest irrational fear is. I'll go first. It came to mind. I don't even know if it's irrational because it's totally rational in my mind. Number one fear, bar none, roaches. <laughs> I hate them. I hate them with a passion. Yeah. I'd rather see a snake, a mouse, whatever it is. Roaches in my vicinity, like in my space. If I see one outside, fine. Like there's a, you know, some, you walk out a certain area kind of around the building. There are, you know, it's it's natural sometimes, right? Like that they're going to be around certain areas outside. They don't bother me there. Do not want them anywhere near me in my space. What if one crawled on like your foot? I would <laughs> move out. I'm not even kidding. Burn the house. I down. would move yeah. out of my home. Yeah. yeah. I've always had a couple <laughs> lived in a lived in a questionable place in college and it had a oh. fireplace. And um, that was always an adventure. Um, it was a like you know a sorority house or whatever that was not a great uh, greatly insulated. So that was an issue and then had a, an incident when I was a kid and it just scarred me for life. So, hey, yeah. Darren? Irrational fear uh, for me would be sharks. And Mm -hmm. right here, right now on the fourth floor of Bank of America Stadium, I'm pretty protected. I am probably not going to become a victim of a shark attack (laughs) right here, right now. But I watched the movie Jaws when I was a kid, Mm. too young, and it wrecked me for the rest of my life. Now, I mean, I'm hill folk anyway. We're we're from the (laughs) mountains. We don't go to the beach for entertainment, or I didn't for a long time. And the idea of being in the ocean where something out there that can see me, but I can't see it. Mm -hmm. uh -uh. Uh-uh. So do you get in the ocean? If you were going to take, if you were going to take your actual honeymoon and say you went to a place that had a beautiful beach. Are you getting in the water? I'm like a knee deep kind of guy in the water. Okay. I don't need to get out, you know, to my neck. You're not in the floating ocean. past the tide no, or past the breakers. And... No, no, okay. no. That's right. a thing that's not going to happen. And my kids, when my kids were small, one time my daughter, she was probably five or six years old, and some little shark rolled up in a tidal pool and she stepped on it. And when I looked down and saw what it was, I was afraid I was going to dislocate her shoulder because I was like, you up here with me. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but that, yeah, sharks are bad, and I don't care. And Shark Week is the worst week of television <laughs> ever. And I just read books that week. I don't even turn on my television during Shark Week because I don't want to see the commercials. All right, well, well, so yeah, so we I, our souls. I stepped on you earlier. You just stepped right back. Um, sharks also? Well, just in general, being having parts of my body in places where I can't see them. So, mm. like, you know, not only like ocean floors, but also. How do you feel about the dark? Well, my whole body's in dark. But, like, you know those things where you stick your hand in in the little, and you don't know what's in there, and you're like, you know, what does this feel like? What's in the box? Oh, what's in the box? What's in the box? Yeah. I can't. mm -mm. (laughs) Nope. I don't like that at all. Oh, very interesting. Yeah, I don't like limbs going to places where I don't know where they're going. Okay. 
Okay. Makes sense. Matt, yeah. you got one? I was going to say the ocean, not specifically sharks, just like the ocean in general. Mm-hmm. But to make something different, I also sometimes, I'm not like afraid of them, but I try to avoid parking garages. Yep. <laughs> I, I, hey, that's... Wait, what? I don't like the idea of looking up in a parking garage and just thinking about all the weight and all the cement oh. and then it collapsing. Oh. I don't really like that. I park in a parking garage. I'm not like afraid of them, but now, now I, you have me I try to avoid too much. them. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. Yeah. All right. Uh, last question I got. It's both a birthday shout out and a question. So happy birthday. I don't know if it's today or this week. It's but today. Brandon Morton. Oh, to Brandon Morton. I thought, it, I, thought, I thought Brandon was giving you a shout <laughs> no, out. he so, wanted his own. Oh, happy, oh so, yeah. so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> happy well, birthday, Brandon. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry we didn't get you a goat or anything. Yeah. But we still hope that you have a great day. <laughs> well, you can answer this question for him. That, that can kind of count. So the question is, who will score the first regular season touchdown for the Panthers this season? I mean, come on. Christian McCaffrey. That's the good. That's the good money. So the last yeah. two years, I'm going with the obvious one. The last two years, he did score the first touchdown. Well, in, and in he's the season you opener. know he's going to want to right. coming back. Right, he is. But I'm going. I'm going with the underdog here. I'm going Robbie Anderson. Was he the first it's, one of last season? Was did yeah, he eat that yeah. big the one? Raiders. Yes, I remember. No, no, that. no, Robbie. No, no. Robbie. Christian was first. Robbie was the, the fourth second, quarter. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Robbie Anderson, Sam Darnold, the Jets in the opener. Come mm. on, this is too perfect. Okay, well, Tommy I'm, Tremble. You said you. <laughs> I thought you said he was going to be like a special teams machine. You he's, think just- he's going to come in on third and one from the one yard line? Now that Alex Arma is long gone, he's going to come in and they're going to do the little fullback handoff with Tommy. Two, two Tommy success, Tremble. Yes. two great success. Oh yeah, he's he's just going to rumble right on in. Tommy Tremble. All right, the birthday uh, boy It'll be the fake pitch to Christian there. out there. No, right to Tommy. The birthday boy has put it out there. All right, we're going to leave it here. Happy birthday, Will. Thank you for spending a good chunk of your day with us. And congrats again to Darren. Thanks so much. All right, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.